2: Coming alive with the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. As promised, Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson is with us, one of the great wide receivers we have ever seen, especially in my football watching lifetime. So it's very cool to in studio and he's got a new business venture a cannabis company called primitive and you sent us the stuff i got it right here primitive performance got a little drink situation here a little sure. powder in the drink and i got some cream that i'm really excited to put on all my pickleball injuries because apparently <laughs> it uh,
3: reduces the
4: inflammation calvin good morning what's happening good morning guys Thanks nice for having me yeah oh, calvin it's great to see you i'm just wondering during the season Do, does your ear, do your ears ring? Because, you know, Nate Burleson's always telling me the stories about Calvin Johnson, the great stories, how great a practice player you were, and then what a kind of guy you were off the field. Um, I
3: think he's ringing more so. Come watching y'all on Sunday all the time. <laughs> I Get to see y'all in my in my den with the TV all the loud. <laughs> so you do
4: watch, Heck yeah. And you still watch football. You still you're reconnected with the Lions now,
3: right? We're we're working on getting back to connecting, man. Uh, Mike Dizzer over there. I think he's the new COO over there. He's been in town for a, a couple of years now. I mean, it's been great trying to um re re um kindle that
4: relationship. You know, before we get to this, I just want to ask you. So you and Barry Sanders both retired early, and you both gave up bonus money, right? You had to pay the Lions mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Are you the only two guys that have ever had to do that? I doubt it. I don't know, but it, I mean, it's a big deal with us,
3: I guess. Because I guess Barry obviously was a big deal when he retired, it was a big deal when I retired, and then just like Barry did, it made even more, much, uh even larger deals. So um I'm sure it's, it's gotta, it's had
4: to have happened to other people. I, I just want people out there to understand how the NFL contracts work. So how do you remember how much you had to give back to them? Yeah, it's just uh a million and a half,
3: a little bit more still.
4: I mean that's that's ridiculous. Now let me ask you this: You retire when you're 30, and you see these wide receivers and what they're making these days. <laughs> would that have enticed you to stay? Had the money been that
3: big? <laughs> I mean, it's tough to give up 30 mils, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when that, is that was that the
2: start of the issue with you and the organization, the giving the money back is that where it started? Yeah,
3: that, I mean, it wouldn't have been no issue if they didn't come for me um, for the money. I've yeah. been in there just having a good time with the players now.
4: <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. You <laughs> know. You know. It's amazing amazing to me is that you went through three years we just went over it where the lions record was eight and 40 and yet (laughs) you still started every (laughs) single game you went through that winless season uh you had a number of different quarterbacks before matthew stafford got there but yet and and nate has always told me this he goes you never changed from you know whether you're winning or losing you were committed to your craft
3: yes sir I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a day-by-day, day, you know. It's it, My thing was just trying to improve myself, whether, whatever the situation was around me, you know, just incrementally improving myself day-by-day, day, picking an uh, attribute to work on day-by-day, day, no matter what was going on around me. It
4: wasn't good. Did you ever ask them for a trade to get out of there because of all the nonsense That's not, the, not Not to the very end, when I was about to retire, yeah.
2: What was the team that you envisioned if you kept playing? What was the team that tempted you the most?
3: I would have went to a Green Bay to play with Aaron. Really? Or yeah, huh? I mean, I... I was probably biased because I saw Aaron twice a year, you know, but, I mean, the man was
4: bad. The man was a bad guy, and uh, I would have loved to have been a bad guy with him. It <laughs> <laughs> would have been unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's interesting. Obviously, you know what's going on in the football world because everybody's thinking that the Jets are making a trade with Green Bay to get Aaron Rodgers here. And, you know, we got a young, very talented wide receiver in Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. We have Elijah Moore here. Corey Davis is still on the roster right now. I don't know if he'll remain there. Uh, what do you think of the prospects of Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets? I think he likes it. Obviously, Green Bay, I mean, he's been there
3: his whole career, so there's definitely some, some value there. But, I mean, I think they have great defense here with the Jets. I think that he loves uh, Robert over there. I think that, uh, I mean, he will come He, would, he would come here and it will be his team. He's, he's that kind of player that, you know, I don't think it matters where he goes. He's going to have success. And if he goes to come to New York, I would expect nothing less.
2: Talking to Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson in studio is here with Primitive Performance, his new cannabis company uh, he's going to tell us uh, all about. Do you have Aaron Rodgers' number in your phone? I don't. You don't? <laughs> oh,
4: By the way, man. he may have some of this he cannabis. Not. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't yeah, know. I was, was going to
2: say, because if you mix did. it with some ayahuasca. Do, do you think if you did have his number, you called him right now, you think he would pick up, says Calvin Johnson on the other end?
3: Yeah, man. I, I remember when we were playing Aaron, whenever he made a run to our sideline, He's like, man, I'm going to work on getting you over here on this side. Like, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He
4: was just playing with you during the game is what he was doing. <laughs> Trying to get you <laughs> off your game. <laughs>
5: right.
2: All right. So uh, if I take primitive, why why am
3: I taking primitive? Yes. Uh, primitive Performance. We created this because, you know, products that we use while we were playing, we wanted to take those and add cannabinoids to them because we understand the healing properties of cannabis. Yeah. Or in, in this case, the CBD, CBG, uh, CBN, and CB, uh, CBD. Um, We understand the anti-inflammatory properties that those cannabinoids have. And that's a big problem that, um, that, that we deal with in the league. You know, a lot of our pain comes from inflammation. So if we could target inflammation, you know, and get rid of it and um, help uh, our players, people, uh, athletes in general, live a better quality of life, that's our goal. You can take
4: a look at us. You can see we're all swole. Yeah, we're all, in <laughs> we're all inflamed all the time, yeah, we're man. We're always inflamed. We're always inflamed <laughs> over You're here. You're killing me. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm 61 years Who old now. Throw it on, slather it Is this okay for older people? This is great for everybody. All right, good. Yes, Especially for old You want some of this cream?
3: The cream is what I'm most excited about you because know? I have my bumps and bruises. My, my, I, mean, I was doing the Dancing with the Stars show. Yes. Oh I was my about God, to quit because my ankles were swelled up on me all the time. They started swelling up on me. I just couldn't move. Yeah. And one of my buddies from college brought me a topical in um, a little green jar of the gold cap. And I started using it in my swelling society over the next couple of days. And at that point, I was like, holy crap. Like let's get down to the science of this. Let's go. Let's dive deeper into uh, cannabis. Like I say, it's always stigmatized heavily when growing. I was growing up uh, from family to just everybody. I'm from the south, and you know, to having my own experiences with it in college and to really see, um, hold up, this is there's something different than what everybody's telling me about this. You know, so that's when I want to dive in. Here
2: you go, slap some it. Smells like Ben Gay. It smells delicious. <laughs> It has missed all. You want to rub and, on my feet? Green. Yeah, please. Yeah, because he has my heels. <laughs> it's really his yeah. planar fasciitis. Oh, okay. That's an issue. Yes, yes. 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 And Calvin, you? would you like to rub it on his feet? You want me to do it? Got some gloves. <laughs> 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 I'll rub it on. His feet. Here we go. Which foot first? What do you want? The left with? foot,
0: right on the arch.
2: Please? <laughs> here we go. We get this up? Make sure we get this on camera. Here we go. <laughs> I love it. Here we go. Oh right. yeah. Oh, is that better already? <laughs> I'm tickling. All right, <laughs> all right. So, all right, nice. so he's going to start feeling better when? Like now? Now? Like now right now? Right now? <laughs> all right. Probably. I hope so. All right. Very, very good. Uh, <laughs> I some sweaty feet. Though. Are you, you a big? Wanna... Uh, you big weed guy? Is that where this came from?
3: No, I got in. And I, my first experience with cannabis it was um, when I first stepped onto a college campus. And uh, like I said, the stigma and everything, it was a great experience. You know, everybody's telling me it was this and that, and I'm sitting here walking on clouds with a big smile on my face, you know? (laughs) But like I say, it it wasn't until my own experience with it, with uh, inflammation, and really seeing how it affected that, um, that I was like, you know, I really want to be a part of this business. Because I feel like we can really uh, affect change for the masses. So
4: you were talking about going to college, and, and I remember you at Georgia Tech. They didn't throw the ball there. Not, not when I was That's there. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. didn't throw the ball, and then you got drafted so high. I'm like, how How do you think you were discovered? <laughs> I had
3: Chan Gailey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paul Johnson, was he brought the um, the triple option through and just like... Paul
4: Johnson from Navy? Yes, from Navy, correct. Right, yep, yes. correct.
3: He brought that through for 10 years. And <clears throat> not to say it, it, it hurt the program, but where the program is today, it's hard for them to recruit and get those players because nobody feels like they're going to go to the league running the triple option. Right. But you were there with the triple option? No, I, I had a chance. So Chan Gailey um, had him. He was from, you know,
4: he coached at Dallas. Yeah, Dallas I, had, I had a pro, pro. style. Okay, I had a pro style
3: offense. So I didn't know. Yeah, I'm false fortunate.
4: Georgia <laughs> Tech, man. I'll tell you, you, know, you guys were in the ACC. Yes, sir. So that, where where was Bobby Ross? It was before that. Before, yeah. So Bobby Ross won a national championship mm-hmm. before that. Right, okay. mm. Do you ever think back and, and say, if I got drafted by another
2: organization, <laughs> <laughs> I could have rings all over the place. I could have Lombardi's. I, I mean, you were first ballot Hall of Famer, so you got that despite being a line. But do you ever think, like, I, if I got drafted somewhere else?
3: It's, it's kind of like all I said about Aaron earlier, man. It's like, like, in the moment, don't think about it. But in hindsight, I realized I could have went play and played anywhere It had success anywhere just because of the way I, just because my, my demeanor, how I played, right. how I addressed it, how I approached the game. That's what I say about Aaron. That's why I feel the same way about um, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you know, Whether he's in Baltimore or wherever. What's going on with a, him? He, that's a that's a different kind of player.
4: What, what, what? But to do wide receivers like playing with Lamar Jackson? Do wide receivers like playing with Lamar if
3: he's not, hey, if Lamar keeps <laughs> his head down the field while he's scrambling and he's throwing the ball down yeah, the field. Yeah, it's a different story, though, yeah. man.
4: You're playing yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. It's not about <laughs> scrambling. It's about getting to where you're supposed to be, and he's going to throw it, and he's going to read you, right? right. Yeah. So, yeah. But he's more of a passing quarterback. I mean, the, the big rub against Lamar is that he's not a passing quarterback. As a matter of fact, Hollywood Brown wanted out of there. When he was a young player, and you would think that, you know, you'd want to be playing with Lamar, but he did not. He wanted to go play with Kyler Murray in Arizona. How'd that work out?
3: Yeah. That's another
4: mess. What do you think happens with Lamar? <laughs> you know, um, what I
3: have heard and what I've seen is just like, you know, you're trying to represent yourself. Um, I feel like that's playing against them a little bit here. Honestly. Well, the
4: other thing, too, which is interesting, is that, All right, so they put the tag on him, the Mm -hmm. non-exclusive franchise tag. And now starts this tampering period. Mm -hmm. But you can't tamper with a player directly. You can tamper with their agents. So that means he cannot talk to anybody until Wednesday. So he can't talk to anybody. He can't accept any offers if there are any out there for them. And I think Baltimore's asking other teams to do their bidding now because all of a sudden they're at a logger loggerheads and they're they're not going to come to an
3: agreement. I didn't know that. I had no idea that he couldn't without an agent. Without a, okay. Yeah, wow. same thing
4: with Richard Sherman at that time like, you know, if you if you just can't you, they can't call you because mm. you can't directly speak with a player. That's a weird thing. I, I I've I've said this now for 2 yeah. years in regards to Lamar Jackson that he should have an agent because this contract should have been done two years ago. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of thing
3: where, you know, you can kind of say if you don't have to waste your time doing it, you know, allow somebody else to take on that responsibility for him. And this is one of those things that he don't have time to, to be his own agent. You know, it takes too much time. Obviously, the mental stuff you got to go through, with being in those meetings, you know, it's, I don't think that um, that was probably the best um informed decision probably with not having an agent just because like just to alleviate yourself from those things yeah so you can live your life because i could imagine that that's takes all a he's personal. been thinking about that's yeah. all you're doing that's all you're internalizing everything that's happening from
4: now i don't know how long this whole situation's been going on two years It's have going on so right. for two years so when own. deshaun, when yeah, deshaun yeah, got terrible. his contract from cleveland steve Bashotti, the owner of the uh, the baltimore ravens came out and said this is going to be a problem yeah this all guaranteed contract yeah. that cleveland gave deshaun watson is going yeah, to be a problem and then, you know, the other thing, too, is, number one, he had a PCL last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know, if you ever have a PCL injury? Yep, yep. So you know about this. Mm-hmm. So there, there is the thought down there, and, and I've heard this from numerous people that, you know, are plugged into Baltimore, that they felt like he quit on them last year. Do you think that that is a possibility? Or do you think protecting yourself coming off of a PCL injury supersedes any of that?
3: Being a, I mean, you're a former player, too. Um I'm not in that locker room. I know he didn't travel with the team. I wasn't. I, I, it's hard for me to tell, say what a guy's injury is because I played plenty of games where I probably shouldn't be playing. Or I probably shouldn't be out there when they said I should be out there. So that's that's a tough one for me to you know comment on without knowing any of the details of his injury.
2: All right, but we're in Geo with Calvin Johnson. He's here with his new cannabis company, Primitive. Who's the worst defensive back that you ever played against? Like the guy, the that worst? You, yeah, the worst. Or the um, one I hated going against the most? No, 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 no. Because that's the obvious question. I want to know I was the worst one. A blast like that, man! It's it's the, the
3: yeah, <laughs>
4: come on, see that's not who Calvin yeah, Johnson is. But
2: like, who's the guy you saw? And like, I'm going to have a great day. Like this is like ten catches, 180 yards, three touchdowns.
3: Um, <laughs> um you know what? The first time I played Brent Grimes. I thought that was going to be the case. Really? Uh, that wasn't the case, though. Brandon was a great player. Yeah, you um, thought it was going to be the case. Um, it had
2: to be a Vikings defensive back. It had to be. It definitely was. <laughs> so, uh, okay, it yeah, just because.
3: Just because you're a Vikings fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Vikings did have a couple no-name corners. Not. I, I, no, it's disrespectful. No. <laughs> they had a couple players that people just didn't know their name. Okay. Say <laughs> so that yeah. All right. Um, and I feel like that was a long time ever. I felt like that was like most of my career. I mean, I had Cedric Griffin early. But after Cedric Griffin was gone, um, they didn't have anybody with safeties. (laughs)
4: The the amazing thing is, though, when you think about it, with all the losing that the Lions did when Mm -hmm. Calvin was there, you know, who are you to be taking shots at
0: anybody, right?
4: (laughs) Well, he's He's a (laughs) Hall of Famer. That's That's why. That's why he's a Hall of Uh, Famer.
2: Yeah. So, do you miss it at all? Did you feel like you had more in the tank and miss it?
3: I felt, that when I when I actually retired, man, I, I was going to retire the year before, uh, after my eighth season. I asked my dad, I was sat on the couch with him, like, literally, like, a couple of days after the season ended, I'm first thing smoking down to Atlanta. And i was sitting there like, man, Dad, I don't think I can do it anymore. Like, just mentally, I don't want to go do it again. And he looked at me, he's like, can you do it one more time? And I sat there and thought about it, and as I was thinking about it, like, well, since you're thinking about it, you can do it one more time. <laughs> so that's why I came back from my last season, um... But I, I, I kind of knew I was at the end there, just because my body—it wasn't bouncing back like it was, like it used to. I didn't have spring in my ankles. Mm. I felt like I was running on flat feet all the time. The
4: swelling was just nonstop. It was—it's <sighs> was too much to deal with. And then uh, you know that on top of that is losing. Losing yeah. hurts too. I mean, oh, losing just, that that plays against your mental. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: are you, are you living in Atlanta now? No, I'm in Michigan. Business. Yeah. The business oh. keeps me in Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Oh, so, no, but you okay. but you're aware of Atlanta, of course, because that's where you're from, right? Sure, yes, sure. Yes, so, uh, Lamar Jackson, to the Atlanta Falcons, makes too much sense, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Atlanta pulled, I thought they pulled out. Well, nobody knows really what's but going he, on. You so know, this is they I don't know
3: that. Man, Atlanta would, Atlanta would lose it just because it's like a, the second version of Michael Vick coming to it.
4: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> How much money it. would Arthur Blank make just in the first year if they signed Lamar yeah.
3: Jackson? I mean, sold-out stadium. I mean, he's probably selling out stadiums since they built a new one, but goodness gracious, they're going to sell it out. Like, they do the soccer games down there. right? <laughs>
4: just like the sponsorship, the ticket prices, all the gear, everything would go up. Mm-hmm. It would be an unbelievable spot. How- That's where I think you should go.
2: How many square feet do you have in your house in Michigan? Like, I could imagine, he's got, you got to have the biggest goddamn house in Michigan. Like, seriously, you, how many, what do you got, like 150 acres and like a 10,000 square foot house in no, Calvin Johnson living that's, in Michigan? That's too much
3: house to clean up. Okay. I just figured, I just figured it'd be a situation. Dan Campbell, would you love to play for him? You like him? I played with Dan Campbell when, um, oh, when I was a rookie, man. Oh, wow. I, I, this is why I respect Dan so much, man. Dan was our starting on tight end. Um... I guess it doesn't say much for, for our depth in Detroit, but you know he's on one shoulder, he's on one arm, literally, yeah. and he's starting football games, finishing football games, and I just been sitting there watching this guy with a whole cast on his whole arm, going out there blocking these defensive ends out of with, with the freaking Vikings, the Williams brothers, and the Vikings yeah. and all that, and you know he's just a soldier, so I can only imagine you know what it feels like to play for somebody um, like that. I, I'm hoping that the guys there know that he was a, that, what kind of player he was. I'm, yeah. I think that they kind of were learning that whether they learned it this year or just came out through just him being a, a great dude that he is. Um, you know, it's just great to see those guys playing for him. And I would love to play for a, a coach that played the game.
2: Who, who do you think was responsible for holding that money back? Was it Martha Ford? Was she the
3: one who made that decision? I don't know, man. I, I have my I think it's the president, you know, oh, okay. honestly. But at the end of the day, she has to make the final decision. Yeah, right. It's not like the president. And
4: they also have to follow kind of the rules of the NFL. that don't want to set precedent. Eh, right, I mean, you don't oh, want to set a present, but it
3: depends on the player you're going after, too, I think. I think that, you know, if it's a certain guy or certain guys, you know, but if it's somebody who's just, like, just dipped out on you and it wasn't worth anything and didn't do anything for you, didn't fill your stands up, it's a different story. Exactly.
2: How many first ballot Hall of Famers have played for that organization? Not a lot. Oh, well, Barry Sanders and okay. him.
4: That's it. Two. We're talking about two, and they're screwing yeah. one of them? I mean, screwing I, both I, I, of them. I would imagine. They, where's Barry living now? Uh, He's a a Michigan He's a Michigan too So So I I gotta think You know Hall of Fame weekend You guys see each other You talk And I'm I'm wondering if you commiserate or, like, you talk to each other like, man, you retired, I retired early. I mean. We, we talk about golf more than oh, yeah, okay, okay.
2: <laughs> See, these guys, they don't want to leave because wherever you go in Michigan, where you played, like, if you stayed in Cincinnati, you would be the, the king of all kings, right? I mean, so, like, that's
3: probably another reason why I like to stay there, it's, too. Honestly, right? you know, I bought that 10,000 square foot house in Atlanta, like, <laughs> uh, five years ago. Yeah. And then we started the business, and I was like, I can't be away from business. I got to be in it yeah. and sold the house and stayed in Michigan.
2: So and that business is primitive. So uh, so what's like where are you now with this thing? Like what's what's the ultimate goal?
3: Yeah, man, um really uh is to expand outside the state, expand our brand um outside the state, which we're currently doing and just continue to create new innovative products. This was the first of which that was what we have here. Um we started in this space five years ago, um started in cultivation, actually we started getting denied. They told us we couldn't, we could, they told us basically we weren't smart enough to hold a license in wow. the state, which is crazy. But um, we ended up getting licensed for about a handful of years ago and uh, started in cultivation, uh, manufacturing um, slash processing license next. And then we got a vertical, uh, fin- t- uh, capped off our vertical by opening up a dispensary. Um, when we finally got our vertical up and going, that was the first goal and now, um, just to create innovative products and bring new people into this industry and just highlight the healing powers of the plant. Well, I think it's great that since you're the face of this, you're
2: out here promoting it. You know, mm-hmm. some people get involved of your stature, kind of stay in the background, slap the name on. It. I mean, you're here, you're promoting it, you're traveling. I think that's key.
3: To that point, you know, a lot of people, a lot of celebrities you see in the business are just faces slapped on the business. You know, we started this thing from the ground up with the, you know, the premise being behind it. We were sitting on a plane coming from Italy one time on, on this little Italian football trip that we went on. And we we're sitting there thinking like, man, like the way we brought our guys together to go on this trip and, and, and do some things, like we could do this at a bigger scale if we do it with the guys that we can play with. We know them, we trust them, bless sweat, and tears and all that. You know, what greater guys that you, to work with than those that you love to spend time with that you wish that you still had that camaraderie with? You know, so that's what we're trying to do is just build a team because we know what a good team and we know yes. what a bad team looks like. <laughs> you know, So we're, we're putting that good team together of uh, people that can contribute. And um, and all that translates to um, victory for us as we're out here educating and then spreading the good news about uh, what these cannabinoids and, and plant medicine in general can do.
2: All right. Check out Primitive. It's P-R-I-M-I-T-I-V. And Calvin Johnson's behind it. Best of luck,
4: man. I'll be rooting for you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Great to see you again, Calvin. Always good to see you.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
6: Selling a little or a lot.
2: just witnessed my favorite conversation of 2023 so far so calvin was asking me about the dispensaries around new york and new jersey and how's that going now and i said i said i gotta be honest with you i don't really know but let me get my weed guy so i went out to get gallo oh you got a weed guy <laughs> he's our
4: weed guy he's yeah. our
2: weed guy. Yes. so i got gallo and brought him over to calvin and they were going back and forth with all these weed terms i'd never heard in my life so Calvin's like, hey, they got good flour yet. And then Gallo's like, not yet. We don't have any legacy grows. The climate really. I'm like, <laughs> what What are you guys talking about? It was awesome. It was a like Gallo and Calvin Johnson having this uh, yeah. cannabis discussion it was tremendous. <laughs> that was great. So I uh, I was about to get my phone to record. I was like, oh, I'm going to leave that it alone. alone.
4: He's going to wind up being like the
2: New York rep for the company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll leave here. Door to door. Seems like he's an, an expert. Well, he is. We should put that to use. Uh, All right. Jerry Recco is back. I'm assuming no Aaron Rodgers news since we had uh, Calvin Johnson in here.
5: No Aaron Rodgers news. But there was. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. By Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. It is noon today. Is when this official tampering stuff can start. Uh, the Browns, according to multiple uh, reports, have restructured Deshaun Watson's contract, creating mm. nearly $36 million in cap space. Ooh, okay. I don't know what that means, other
4: than the Browns are trying to spend some money coming up in a few hours, so we shall see. They, they just wrote him a enormous check. That's what that means. And he's getting ready to go and, uh, for that civil trial now. Yeah. Oh, is that I true? thought that was supposed to be this month. March? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. Who the hell knows? So he
5: only made
4: so last year he, he made a million dollars, and he was and he was fined like up until, but but they fined him five million actually. Okay, like they, they ended up making more. So and they didn't give him a signing bonus last year.
5: Just here's a million dollars, and you're not going to play because you're going to be suspended. Exactly. So now this year he
4: probably just got a big fat check. He just got a big fat check if they just redid his contract. Uh, you know, I've got to check on, he may have gotten a signing bonus when he signed.
5: Okay. So the whole thing was guaranteed, as we know. Uh, the Jets Sunday, Quincy Williams, three years, $18 million, The Giants and Sterling Shepard, one year. Uh, and the Rams
4: traded Jalen Ramsey to Miami. He third. did get a, he got a $45 million signing bonus. And that's
5: literally a check for $45
4: million. Yes. and he got a $230 million guaranteed. That's that's why Lamar Jackson wanted that contract.
2: All right, he's the highest paid pervert on earth. <laughs>
4: Yes. No? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess, uh, what, what's his name? Jeffrey Epstein used to be. Yeah, but he's dead now. Yes. So now it's Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Okay. I yeah. did
5: think, if you're Daniel Jones, these numbers might be wrong, I forget. Well, how do they get paid? Only during
4: the season? Or yeah, during get, the season. Or Just every like two weeks, all year long? No, no, during the season only. That's it? Yeah, it, it's right after the game they get paid. Unless there's a signing bonus, which, or a restructuring bonus, which they get right now, immediately. All right, so then that would be, let's say, 20
5: paychecks, is that about right? Yeah, about that. Think about with Daniel Jones, what his check just went from looking like. So, so he's yeah. making ten times what he was making. So when yeah. I
4: was uh, when I was making one point two million a year back in nineteen eighty seven is when I signed that contract. That was like the highest paid player in the league. I was making seventy five thousand dollars a game. So we went on strike. We what missed I think four games. Sounds right. Right. So three hundred grand that you lost. Yeah, so times that by 500. That's what uh and uh Daniel Jones is making. <laughs>
2: it's unbelievable. I mean, so he basically, I think he gets paid like something like 800,000 a game now. I think more than it's than that. That
4: is. I think it's more than that. More than that? He's making 41 40 million. 40 million
5: divided well right, 20 games with the preseason seven yeah. essentially 20 games. So $2 million a game. Oh wow, 2 million. Right. Depending on what the signing bonus it is. Was oh god, it was 200,000. Oh my god. Now it's 2 million. So I can't do math in my head. You imagine they just added a zero.
2: <laughs> good for him, man. I don't
5: think I'll I'm trying to get what they, the signing bonus was for him. Well, we're just averaging it out. It's still pretty wild. What I want to hear from Aaron Rodgers again? No, he hasn't signed anywhere. Oh, I'll give you one from this
4: I Am Pro athlete podcast that I haven't played. He got a signing bonus of $36 million. <laughs> ain't no Jones. <laughs> You've made $4
5: million. You made $4 million last season. Here's $36 million right now. Wow. It's a beautiful,
4: beautiful thing.
5: It's pretty good. Um, how was the meeting with Woody Johnson? Mm. Ah, there you go. Oh, that was, that was, you yeah, know,
4: it's
5: always interesting meeting important figures in the sport. Yeah, it's always interesting. <laughs> that's all I'm giving. That's all I'm
4: giving you, yeah. it? Important, important figures in the sport. An
5: important figure, that's so right.
4: Strong. I wonder if he was introduced to him as Ambassador Woodrow Johnson. Probably not. That would be a little pretentious, don't you think? <laughs> yes. yeah, but yeah, but I think I think what he likes to be uh, referred to as the ambassador. Does he still? I think so, yeah. But that's not Come his role on. anymore. Yeah, but he was. You can't, I mean, but he's not. I mean, like, so if you have Governor Christie in here, do you, you call him, I call him Chris, but would you refer to him as the governor? Uh, he's a former governor. But he still carries the title, right? That's a fair point. point.
5: And if if you saw a former president, you would say, you're still say Mr. "President, Mister no, President." That's Mr. true. Obama, Obama,
4: how are uh, you? Oh, well, I'm with you on that one. Ambassador is not the same as a governor or a president. Well, listen, there are PhDs that are going by doctor, so why not?
2: Yeah, it's true.
5: <laughs> Ambassador Woody. Well, yeah, Ambassador,
2: he, he was. I know what he was. <laughs> Very you important know. position. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a military-themed porno. <laughs> <laughs> Ambassador Woody. <laughs> I just Googled it. It said uh, former ambassadors, like generals, judges, and many other officials, are entitled by the conventions of etiquette to retain their titles for life. Yeah. I'm uh, not call- If I ever meet him, I'm not calling him Ambassador Woody. I think you Woody. have to say Mr. Ambassador. Ambassador Woody? I think you have to now. <laughs> That's
5: embarrassing to say Boomer that. brought it up. Al confirmed it. You have to. You don't so have go, to. I think you should, out of a sign of respect. So if we go to Florham Park and you get the ambassador on, if it's he, not Hey woodster. He <laughs> was a major in the military. You'd have to call him Major Woody. <laughs> He's so happy with himself.
2: <laughs> you know what? If we see him in, the, we see him early on in the show. We'll go morning, Woody. <laughs> morning, Wood. <laughs> By the way, that's probably said every day over there. Oh, yeah. Morning,
4: Woody. Uh, Morning, Woody. Absolutely. Morning, Woody. No, I'm telling you, it's morning. It's morning ambassador. You're not around that building. I'm
5: telling you, it is. Hold on. You're going to tell me, is it Jared, who's the right... Yeah. Do yeah, you there, think yeah. he's walking around calling him Mr. Ambassador? As I, opposed I would, to. I would
4: think so. Like I keep telling you, it's something that is now no, to I stored get that upon al- him the rest of his life.
5: I, I understand that outside of the facility, but he's the jet owner first. Ambassador Man Wood. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ambassador second. You think Sauce Gardner's calling him Ambassador? No. He's calling Mr. Johnson. No, oh, it would been so cool with no Woody. I mean, that.
4: Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> <here. laughs>
2: I mean, Morning Wood. Two penis names like that back to back. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think about that a lot, but it's true. That's, that's would you rather be, the Wood or the Pecker? Because think about it, like this is why I wanted to be called Ambassador, because it's it's not Woody or Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a very good point. You know, like what's his middle name, Schwiness? <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> by the way Dick is not out of the question
2: <laughs> yeah you're right
5: The very common name for a man of that age oh uh,
2: what is his middle name his middle name is Richard I'm walking out of here
5: <laughs> <laughs> now that would be funny right. while you look that up I will let you hear from the Lakers and the Knicks Knicks win 112-108 Julius Randall had 33 R.J. Barrett had 30 Uh, here was Barrett on ESPN after the game. Big difference from the Clipper game on Saturday afternoon.
3: Yeah, you know, yesterday in the beginning of the fourth, we came out kind of flat. So tonight, we just wanted to put the pressure on them right at the beginning of the fourth, you know, build a lead, and and we did that.
5: And they did that. That was on ESPN. So the Knicks 40 and 30 with that win. They still trail the Nets by percentage points um, in the East because the Nets beat the Nuggets 122 to 120. Brooklyn had seven different players in double figures led by Mikael Bridges. um, Nick Claxton, 20 points, five rebounds, and 16 assists for Spencer Dinwiddie. That's five wins in six games for the Nets. College basketball, but all over this uh, all morning long, you got Fairleigh Dickinson in the NCAA tournament play-in game Wednesday night against Texas Southern. Princeton, Arizona Thursday. UConn and Iona on Friday. We'll see what the deal is with Rick Patino and St. John's once Iona either uh, wins the tournament. Four gets bounced uh rutgers did not make the ncaa tournament there'll be a one seat in the nit they play hofstra tomorrow night also Seton halls in the nit they got sent out to boulder colorado what they're playing the university of colorado at 11 p.m wow. new york time hofstra really lucked out because all i have to do is go down yeah. to new brunswick so. yeah that's uh, not so bad actually so it should be a good game tomorrow so, yeah, night. princeton made it right yeah they won the ivy league yep so they are in correct uh, what else, what else, what else? Spring baseball. Of note, the Mets lost to the Rays. The Yankees played the Red Sox to a 3-3 tie. Yes, uh, today you got Yankees, Twins, Mets, Marlins. One from Aaron Boone. So they've got all sorts of injury issues, including this Harrison Bader now. Is uh, first oblique, yeah, first oblique of the year. Right, so he basically says, "Boone, we got a spot available now because we got bodies down." All these guys have come in f- for the
2: most part have have performed pretty well here in spring training and have done a nice job to you know make make those decisions a little bit more difficult for us. But um, you know we'll we'll piece it together best we can, and we'll see where they end up.
4: Anthony Volpe make it.
2: Oh man, if he God, does not he's going so to be so frustrated. Sure to
4: Shouldn't he at this People point? going to be livid if he doesn't make it. Yeah, it's, yeah. seriously. I, I mean, know. like you want some excitement and some fresh faces and stuff like that. Especially for the Yankees, who are yes.
2: stale as hell. Correct. I mean, he just looks fun to watch. When
5: I mean, you got prospects up doing cool things, get a little excitement.
2: I mean, there's not enough of that with the Mets and the Yankees. I agree. It's been too long. Like I want Francisco Alvarez in the lineup every single day for it's the not Mets. to happen. I know, but he should be. Is he's he's he going to v- make eventually. the team? I think so. Well,
4: yes, I think, he, well... You got Escobar, Escobar, so you have a problem there. But Beatty deserves to be on the team. There's no question about it.
2: Yeah, and I do think obviously without Correa there, this is a huge opportunity for him. Once that deal fell through,
4: but the thing about it is, is that for Beatty, like, you want him playing every day. You don't want him sitting.
5: Well, and that's the thing with Alvarez too. Same thing. You want you.
4: and you want him catching and right. hitting. You want you don't want him just hitting because he needs to work on his catching skills for sure.
5: Which is why he'll probably start at AAA. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, WBC Mexico beat the US eleven five. Penguins over the Rangers in overtime three two. Chris Tang the game winner there. Devils shut out the Hurricanes three zip. Couple of goals for Jesper Bratt. Jack U scores as well. On thirty two saves for Vitek Vanacek. Uh, and in golf, Scotty Scheffler won the Players Championship. It brings us to moment of the day, which is. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Yeah! Uh, while discussing Aaron Rodgers last hour, coming to the Jets is a very strong possibility.
4: Boomer had a good idea. When he does sign and he doesn't he's, doesn't know anything about it, Tribeca, he should come down and hang out with us. Oh my god, imagine. We should show him all around Tribeca. <laughs> that would be just great. He
2: would be, I could just see him popping around. He's over at Westville having a little <laughs> cup of tea and one yeah. of those omelets. Like, it'd be perfect. Now, don't you think this would be
4: a great place for him down yeah. here?
2: Yeah, I have Eddie show him where all the Free parking spots are <laughs> exactly. You know, he could buy your parking garage next door if you wanted to. That is very true. I mean, he's starting to sound a little bit like Eddie Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. You know, he kind of has that going <laughs> on, doesn't he? <laughs> it won't be long. <laughs> He's morphing into that. Beginning of his career he never sounded like that. The more weird crap he's doing in the off-season <laughs> it sounds like Eddie. I do will find that soon. <laughs> Eddie and Aaron Rodgers out there talking about park <laughs> uh, This is an alternate side day. Oh, really? What does alternate side mean? What does that mean? Street sweepers. <laughs> yeah, he'd yeah, yeah. get really screwed up by that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. When you ask Eddie how he is, he says, as I must be. Aaron Rodgers could definitely... He's saying that. Oh, he'd love that. He'd eat that. Mm. Oh, I'm going to steal that. Mm. You may have it, Aaron. Mm.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're doing Aaron Rodgers or Eddie now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they just talk, speak the same. They're just going back and forth. There you go. We should be so lucky. Oh, what, what a match the made the in heaven
2: that would be. Talking about aliens and all sorts of crap and ancient history and vaccines and everything. Ever have the idea uh,
4: about a free podcast, Eddie and Aaron.
2: Oh, They would love each other. <laughs> They would absolutely love. Do you when you hear the Aaron Rodgers stuff? Do you feel like you two are simpatico or no? I think we would have a lot to talk about.
4: Yeah, I don't know about total simpatico, but yeah, but you're a Dolphin fan. You want him here at the Jets? No, I want <laughs> Zach Wilson.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Hi, Laura I'm G on i a fan and CBS Sports Network. I cannot believe we're about to end another show without knowing about this thing. I, I really, when I say that, this is not hyperbole. I really, truly cannot believe that we are going to go off the air in 12 minutes and still Aaron Rodgers hasn't made a decision. It's, it's like mind-blowing to me that this is still going on. And I've said it once, I've said it a million times. If he doesn't make a decision by noon today, <laughs> then he's <laughs> effing everybody. He is. And he's so unbelievably selfish. We understand that he is. and It's his career, whatever. But he is truly screwing.
4: The New York Jets, if he does not make a decision by noon today. I get the New York Jets. I mean, you know, he doesn't owe the New York Jets anything.
2: Yeah, he does. He, has- he, knows he owes them an answer. He's flirted <clears throat> with them this much.
4: He owes the Green Bay Packers. That's who he owes. 18 years, all that money, this new contract and everything else. And as we sit here this morning, Aaron Rodgers is still on the salary cap of the Green Bay Packers to the tune of $31 million. Okay. So they need to know an answer. They need to get things out. I, I think that things have been worked out. I do. And I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised announce, you know, if, if they announced it later on today, I would not be uh, surprised about any of that. I, and I think they just have to make sure that all the money is right, that he gets what he wants. And uh, the, the Jets have cap flexibility and the Green Bay Packers have, you know, a, an understanding that if we do this now, before June 1st, and we don't designate this as a June 2nd trade because I guess you can do that. The, the point being is that the Packers will be hit with a 40 million dollar cap hit this year, mm-hmm. and I think that they could absorb that now. Get it out of the way now. Let Jordan Love see what he can do, and you know maybe the Green Bay Packers have one of the worst records in football, and if they end up with the top pick, oh the draft, my god, D- don't even luck. don't even start. Caleb Williams going to don't, the Packers, don't even start. I mean, and then they'd have, what, 50 years straight of great quarterbacks? Right. So we got to see how this whole, this whole 2023 season shakes out. But it's going to be an amazing situation come, mark my words, come next December when there's about three or four teams at the, bo- at the top of the draft, mm. at the bottom of their respective divisions. <sighs> That are fighting each other and trying to tank. Tank. That's exactly right. Tank, 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 and tank. Unless they, unless they do uh, you know, like what the NHL and the NBA does and, do, and, and develop a lottery before them, which I don't think is going to happen.
2: I liked Al's question that he posed to people on Twitter, even though he probably got a bunch of phony answers. But if you could follow one person on Twitter to break the Aaron Rodgers news, who would it be? Now, I think that there's some obvious
4: ones. I think that Schefter is an obvious one. Rappaport. Rappaport's an obvious He's one. He's an NFL guy. He works for the NFL. There may be some sort of thing where if something like this happens, you've got to give it to the NFL guy. Okay, but remember, those are the two names that
2: Aaron Rodgers singled out on Pat McAfee's show to say that those guys don't know bleep about me,
4: Schefter and Rappaport. Maybe that's also, maybe Aaron wants to announce it on, uh, on yeah. McAfee. Mm, he may, but
2: don't you have to tell the teams first? As opposed to telling the world first? Yeah, you know. Is he going on with McAbee tomorrow? It's fun to be in control, right? Yeah. You know, my answer would be? My answer would be Sauce Gardner. Because I think that he's going to know, and he's not going to be able to contain himself, and he's going to put it out there. Because he's already put stuff out there. Yeah. Like, hey, it's going to be a package deal. I can't tell you who. (laughs) Maybe Will Parks, too. Yeah, that'd be another one. But I, that would be, I wouldn't even be an NFL insider.
4: So you see the dread, The Jets made a trade for the Baltimore safety last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That affects Will Parks. That also really affects Jordan Whitehead. Mm, yeah, too, well, who did not have a great year last year. No, so and he's got a big number. He and Corey Davis both have big numbers.
2: Yeah. Who would you follow? So did you get that Aaron Rodgers news? I like my answer.
4: I, mean, I like your answer as from a player's perspective, yeah. Yeah,
2: he would be the guy. Wouldn't be able to contain himself. <clears throat> Do How like
4: about that. Alan Lazard? Uh, yeah, I guess, but he's a free agent himself, right? So I'm saying, hey, I'm coming to the Jets. It's a good one. Yeah, he definitely. I think he would too. By the way, I think he would be here with Aaron. Well, that means that you'd get rid of Corey Davis. Yeah. I, see, w- w- this is what I hate, and this is why you know you don't you never realize the ramifications or you know the a- other areas that are other people that are in fact affected. So maybe the Jets and I don't know the answer to this, but maybe the Jets want to keep Corey Davis. Yeah. But the only reason they haven't cut him yet is because they're waiting on Aaron Rodgers. Maybe, yeah. And then when Aaron finally makes his decision, and the Jets have to cut Corey Davis, he's now to the party late. Yeah, exactly. I mean, do do, a, do Corey Davis? Do the players right? If you don't want the player, give the player a chance right. to at least get there at the you know the initial forays of free agency. So maybe there'll be more teams interested in his services. Than they would be, say, two weeks from now. That's another part of this.
2: That's another reason why he you're needs to a let lot of him know yes. by noon today. And then uh, people think March 15th, start of the new league year. That's when you have to do it Wednesday. It's not because you're going to see free agent deals all over the place this afternoon. And they're going to happen like that. It's because that tampering period essentially is the start of free agency. So he'll say those two
4: offensive tackles are going first. Lando Brown and... McClinchy. McClinchy. Right. Uh, that's what I would think. Yeah. Well, Hargrave, hopefully... Hargrave, maybe Hargrave from Philadelphia, yeah. the defensive tackle. Tremaine Edmonds is another big name. He's another guy, yep. Jordan Poyer of the Bills, it's another one. Edmonds and Poyer to the Dolphins?
2: Both of them? Maybe. Well, Poyer talked about directly wanting to go to the Dolphins. Right. Adam Thielen's now released in a thin wide receiver market. But it just goes to show, that's
4: why Corey Davis would want to be out to there. He'd want to be out there, yeah. A- so it just goes to show you what happens when you pay your quarterback and the ramifications of that signing and how it impacts your salary cap and the other players on your rosters.
2: So Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Alan Lazard, CJ Uzama, and <sighs> Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> If you if you brought in Odell, you would have to get rid of another wide receiver. No, yeah. I, I, most people
4: feel like Odell's going to Dallas. But they weren't even at the workout. Did he give him a private Yeah, workout? but you know, as Jerry Jones said, he said, "I spoke to the most important person involved in this whole thing." His mother. His mother.
2: Yeah.
4: Lamar Jackson. Did mom you imagine Jerry mom? Jones? No. Uh, Odell's mom. Yeah, I know. I'm saying both Lamar Jackson's yeah. mom and Odell's mm-hmm. mom control their situation. Well, could you imagine Jerry talking to Odell's mom? Yeah, I could, actually. Right, and, sure. and just and telling her, like, don't, don't worry about it, we're bringing him me. Right, you got to sit in my box if you want, you know, and oh, the whole yeah, thing. Of
2: course, yeah. Helicopters, private jets, <laughs> my 200-foot yacht. 300-foot. three Sorry, 300-foot yacht. Yes. There's So we're not going to find out today that Aaron Rodgers is trying to force himself to an NFC team. We're not going to find no. that out? no. I'm talking just see smoke that. fire baby I smoke can fire. I see that happening. No. A dark horse has emerged in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. Can't you just feel that? Aaron it is believed that Aaron would like to go play on the West Coast. He doesn't want to come to the
4: Jets. He, now the question is will the Packers treat him to the 49? No, 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 no. He listen, the last thing he wants to do, he yeah. wants to leave Green Bay with legacy intact and do it the right way and you don't want to screw the team that you're leaving and the fan base that has supported you after all these years and everything that's gone on there. See, I don't think he looks at it like that. He I looks do, at I it do. like the organization that did him wrong. No, I think he I think he's very sensitive to the fan base. I really do. It's a long time, man. Like Tom Brady kind of, you know, politically got himself out of New England after 18 years. Mm-hmm. It was a long time there, and he was on a quest to go win a Super Bowl to prove that he had a lot left in the tank and that he could win without Bill Belichick. Three years, you know, basically played his ass off for three years, brought relevancy to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and left the legacy down there that just winning one Super Bowl would have been awesome. But the fact that he won all the other Super Bowls and won one without Bill Belichick, that's like... I'm done. Well, that's
2: when Giselle said, what else do you have to prove? That's what she said. She was caught by NFL Films cameras saying that to him when he won the Super Bowl. What else do you have to prove? And he went back for more. Maybe he will. Maybe he'll continue to go back. I he's for not more doing it. I, as confident as you are, that Aaron Rodgers is a jet. I'm just confident Tom Brady's never playing again. Okay. He's not. He's done. He got that kitten for his daughter.
4: He's The, the whole thing. That... You think he's not coming back because he got a kitten for his daughter. That's what he told us. Well, that's what he said on Twitter. It's like, I can't leave this kitten in my door. How about, how about this? Yeah. How about the fact that, you know, Tua is very brittle? Yeah, fifth-year option. Right. So they picked it up, mm-hmm. but he's brittle. Mm-hmm. And he goes down. And then Tom's just right there in Miami, in Tom, shape. In shape, ready to roll. Michigan men, Stephen
0: Ross, Tom Brady, bada boom, bada bing. All right. How I'll give that? you that one. You'll give me that one? I'll give you that one. Yeah. Okay.
2: Possibility.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.